Welcome back to Netflix and Kill, the podcast dedicated to reviewing and documenting the horror films of Netflix. Except for when we talk about the horror films on Shudder instead. <laughs> <laughs> Oopsie. There are no rules. No rules, just Tony right. Tony broke the rules. We do what we want now. Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Life's too short to care what Netflix thinks. <laughs> I appear, apparently the Avatar creators thought the same, so why don't we stick with them? <laughs> yeah. I'm down. Yeah. Uh, I'm Kai. I'm Marty. I'm Hannah. And we're here to talk about Host. Um, a couple things to clear up first before we begin this episode. If any of you follow us on Twitter, you might have seen state our statement that um, formerly we were a part of the Lunar Light studio network of podcasts we are no longer a part of that network um however we are still working very closely with many of the other creators from that former network um and we are building a new network so if you want to know information about it just follow our twitter for updates um there's a lot going on right now a lot of stuff happened we're not going to get into it here but uh yeah just be aware that Lunar Light is no more. We're going to be building something bigger and better. And we love and respect our fellow podcasters who are working super hard through all of this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well said. Thank you. Um, so yeah, we watched Host, not to be confused with The Host by Bong Joon-ho. Host is a brand new movie that just got released on Shutter, and it was filmed during quarantine, which I think is like the big gimmick, quote unquote, about it. Um, it is it is a film that takes place through one Zoom call, and because of that, it's actually really short. It's literally like fifty minutes long because it is the length of a Zoom call. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I I'm gonna be a shill for a second. I fucking <laughs> love Shutter. I have a Shudder subscription, and I really dig it. I guess for those of you who don't know, Shudder is a um, horror streaming service, like Netflix, except cheaper, and it's just horror movies. And they've got some really good stuff on there, and they have a few originals. Um, Like, we- I think we've mentioned this before, Mandy is one that we really love. Yeah. Revenge. Yeah. And I've been wanting to talk about something on there for a while, but, you know, I think, like- Typically, we prefer to talk about stuff on Netflix, but um, given that I personally have watched Host four times in the past <laughs> week, yeah, I just was like, hey, guys, let's just talk about Host. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, like, I wasn't expecting much going into this movie when you explained to me the premise, because I've seen other horror movies, which you guys might have done on the podcast, too. Um, I don't think I was a part of it, where it was, like, unfriended, where the no. whole gimmick is that it's through a webcam. Yeah, so and... we talked about friend request, which oh. is a different thing than unfriended, My but man. I don't blame friend anyone request... for getting them mixed up. <laughs> friend request is uh, not shot through, like, found footage. It's, like, just, like, these people find out that, like, th- that Facebook is cursed. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Yeah. The problem, it was bad. The problem for me with most of these, like, digital movies or movies done through a webcam is that they almost overstay their welcome and they have to keep coming up with gimmicks to justify why the whole thing is done through a computer monitor. And yeah. sometimes they develop, like extended universes out of it like doesn't unfriended have like the dark web and like yeah they yeah. did make a sequel 
Yeah, and, like, I did like searching. I'll give him that. I, I did enjoy searching. Um, but there were even still moments where, like, you kind of have to suspend your disbelief a little bit. Yeah. But this one, I think, for me, worked the best because they kind of embraced the fact that, like, we are here to scare you. Like, yeah. Like, that is the point, and we're not going to stay too long where you question the logic too much. We're going we're gonna to up the tension really, really well, and then we're going to let that speak for itself. And they had a really simple plot, which I really liked, and they just did a lot with the medium that I didn't expect them to do and really surprised me, and I really liked it. Yeah, yeah that's how I felt. I mean, obviously I liked it. I've watched it, like, four times. <laughs> I don't know, I've watched Suicide Squad four times, and I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) The the thing about searching, though, is it's very hard to suspend your disbelief when they had the the camera on the whole time, because I I don't know anyone who keeps their camera on 24-7, and I know that's just, like, to get, you know, your money's worth out of John Cho being on screen, but it, it was just odd, and it didn't feel like something normal people do, but with, with, uh... With host, it it felt like it worked just because it was all. It, well, first off, it was contained to one one like service, and so it wasn't like through a whole bunch of stuff, and it was also not uh like spread out over several days. Like that's true. Searching took place over like the course of months, whereas like Kyla said, this is just fifty minutes. Well, think, in the present moment. I think searching was, like, several hours, I think. No, it was months. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, they had a funeral for his kid. I thought I thought it was, like, like maybe a week tops because, like, they found her and she was alive. Okay, so maybe ditch. a couple weeks, but it was not hours. Yeah. Yeah. Um, back to host, yes. I guess. Uh, so... The, yeah, the plot is super simple. The mm-hmm. concept is just a group of friends have a Zoom call and they decide to have a seance over the Zoom call. and Which is odd, but okay. <laughs> I mean, I get it. If you're bored in quarantine and you want to do something kind of silly with your friends... Um, Part then... of me expected one of them to be doing it for the clout, like, this is for my Insta-followers. <laughs> Which I'm glad they didn't, because like, that trope is so yeah. freaking annoying. But, like, we do have shows of people going to, like, haunted locations and filming themselves just, like, fucking around with ghosts just for the bit. Yeah. Yeah. I love those shows. I mean, (laughs) Marty and I watched Scooby-Doo Zombie Island today, and that's kind of the plot of Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. Yeah, pretty much. Um, But, yeah, I... So, I don't know if this was actually... I'm assuming that this was filmed in the UK. All of the actors have British accents. Mm -hmm. So, I'm just assuming... But anyway, I just found that entertaining because, like, especially when they, when they start and they take like a, a picture of the screen and they're like, oh, let's do our, you know, Zoom selfie, and they go, happy spookies, <laughs> and and it's so great. Mm-hmm. I just, I legit keep thinking about that over the like over the past few days. I've just been thinking about that. I'm like, oh, happy spookies, y'all. <laughs> yeah. They do behave very much like real folks, with the one exception. I do have one exception where I'm like. Mm. But mostly, like, at least the way they react to the supernatural things and the way they interact with each other does feel very natural, and I very much like it. Yeah. Do you want to do a quick recap? Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of the characters. So there's the girl who arranged everything. I cannot remember her name. Uh, hey, One Haley? of them is Jenna. It starts with an H. Yeah, Jenna Haley. is the one who Haley's the one that fucks everything up. Haley's the one that um, started. She's the host. Sure. She's the titular host. She's the host. 
definitely. There's the blonde one with pigtails. That's, uh, it's not Caroline. Caroline's the other one. Caroline's the one who, she has one of those backgrounds where she filmed herself just doing things in the background and then, like, when she sits in on a Zoom call, plays it in the background so it looks like there's two of her in a room. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I would okay. like to know why they did so the castle is all the cast also i find this fun like all of the cast just has the same name as their characters nice so there's Haley, um Gemma, emma radina caroline and teddy mm. um so Haley is the one who arranges everything and she's been to a seance before and is like hey you know this is a fun idea and it, it'll be super cool what's the name of the I don't... The seance lady. I don't Salen. quite know yeah, the correct Salen. terminology for what she does. She's a she's a spirit medium. Okay. Yeah. They arrange to have the seance, and um, not very much is happening at the start of it. So, Gemma, all of a sudden, she's like, oh, wait, no, I hear a voice, and something's touching me, and... And she tells the story about this boy that she knew in school who was really nice to her. And then later he hanged himself. And um, she's like, I can hear him. He's talking to me. And and uh, everyone gets freaked out. And then Salen, spirit medium, her internet drops out. So she drops out of the call. Mm-hmm. And everyone's all freaked out. And Jim is like, oh yeah, I was just kidding. So basically she had made up a story um, that wasn't real. And everyone's understandably very pissed at her and they go on for a little while thinking that like oh yeah nothing's happened and then stuff actually starts happening for real and uh, when they're able to get a hold of Salen again she's like and when she learns what happened she's like you should not have done that because now you have given any spirit that we might have summoned you've given it a mask um like you've made the story and now anything can use that story and like even if it's not real, they can pretend to be that person and come mm-hmm. in and mess with you. So, like, if it's something demonic, then, like, it can... That now gives it power to come in and mess with you under the guise of being this person, even if he's not real. Mm-hmm. So I found that, like, a really interesting explanation. But, like, I think that that works. You know, I buy it. Like, I like yeah. it more than just... It, it does feel very, like, attached to these specific characters, like... Normally when you say, like, oh, you did it to yourself, it's still, like, some random third entity. But this, it feels like more their responsibility than most Ouija board Mm -hmm. accidents do. Because, like, full disclosure, I don't know how Ouija boards work. I don't know how seances work. I've never messed with that stuff because most of my exposure to that stuff has been through media. And usually when people start doing that stuff, it doesn't go well. So I, I usually try not to mess with that i don't judge people who do i understand my knowledge of it is ignorant but in the terms of this fictional context no (laughs) yeah yeah i think that generally it's just a very bad idea to pull shit like that during seances like first of all you're gonna make your friends mad at you Mm -hmm. um that was the one thing i was gonna say where it's like it's almost unbelievable because like you're making up a story about a suicide Mm -hmm. and like i struggle to think of people who would be that cruel at the same time like in this fictional narrative it does like it propels the story and i'm not gonna fault a movie for propelling the story forward yeah 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 
but yeah, I think that I definitely wouldn't do anything like that because I'm kind of, you know, freaked out by. I just make inappropriate <laughs> jokes. Like, is JFK there? <laughs> and just JFK is. Can you imagine getting killed by a poltergeist pretending to be JFK? <laughs> oh my gosh! I uh, wanna party, Paletta. <laughs> Dead. Yep. Yeah, but... Yeah, I mean, the rest of the movie is basically just all of the characters being picked off one by one Mm -hmm. by a demon. The ways in which that demon fucks with them is so cool. Can we Mm -hmm. all go around and say our favorite way the demon fucks with them? Can I start? Yes. Okay, so there's this aspect of Zoom. I've never figured out how to use it. And one of the characters, I think Emma uses it the most, where she has, like, a filter where you can make your face look like a snake, or you can make your face look like some sort of Mardi Gras doll or something like that. And there's one part where she's walking around in her house with her camera forward, and there's just a mask suspended in midair that is, like, not visible to Emma, but it's visible on the screen. And, like, she gets closer and closer and almost touches it, and just the mask turning and looking right into the camera freaks me the fuck out. It really did. Such a good suspense scene where, like, you just see it there for so long, and, like, you know she shouldn't touch it. Like, she should just move at that point. Mm -hmm. But, like, you know, quarantine, fuck it, right? And she just tapped it, and it started following her, and she, like, started putting flour on the floor, which I think is something that they kind of referenced for um, Paranormal Activity, because I remember that was a huge thing in Paranormal Activity, mm-hmm. and you see the footsteps following her, and it's it's just really effective. Like, so good. The invisible thing just following you is just mm-hmm. really cool. Yeah. My, my, I think my other favorite thing is when, like, the the girl that has, like, herself in her Zoom background, it, like, she disappears for a really long time, and then when she comes back in, it's because the ghost is basically slamming her face into the keyboard over and over again. Yeah, that was really good. That yeah. was fucked up, and that was great. Yeah, because <laughs> your Zoom background, if you're far enough away, it won't catch your face, but she kept coming in and out based on when the ghost would, like, Yeah, snap. yeah. And they have, um, there's a chat feature on Zoom, too, and so, like, she <laughs> yeah, the- keeps sending messages, but it's just a key smash, and so yeah. everyone's like, what the heck's wrong with you? And then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is this? Tumblr 2014? <laughs> I guess the answer is yes, because it is hell. Yeah. It's K-pop Twitter. It's K-pop Twitter. Um, I guess my favorite. I love the moments you guys shared. I There's a scene that I really love where um, one of the girls hears noises up in her attic. So she, like starts to climb up. It's really funny. She like she like starts to climb up and then she's like, Nope, fuck this <laughs> and she climbs back down, which I thought was a really nice moment. And then she gets like a selfie stick for her phone so she can like stick it up and not mm-hmm. actually have to go in the attic. She can just be like, Hey guys, tell me what you see and she's shining it around. And it's super suspenseful because you're like, Oh my god, I know there's gonna be something and you're just waiting mm-hmm. and you do. You see just a pair of feet as if someone's, like, hanging from the ceiling. Yeah. And that's all you see. And it just pans past it, and then everyone's like, oh, wait, go back, what was that? And then she goes back, and of course there's nothing there. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's so great. This is very much like an effective haunted house. They give you a really solid premise going mm-hmm. in, and then the rest of it is just really effective scares. Mm-hmm. And I really like that. The one, I, I did find this a little corny, but they sold it, and I was like, this is fine. 
So, like, they have this friend, Teddy, who loves to vape and is, oh like, a sin for his new girlfriend. And, like, he's very clearly the idiot archetype character. Mm-hmm. And, like, he's showing them all the weird stuff in his apartment. Like, look at this creepy puppet I found. Look at this strange music box my brother used to torment me with all the time. And I'm like, wow, I bet that's a handy tool we'll use later. Yeah. Um, and then it's later, when the demon comes for him, I wonder if this guy had just the most access to special effects. Because, like, he goes outside and you see his girlfriend kind of ripped from her chair and hung in midair mm-hmm. with special effects. And then you hear him in the woods and you hear that music box go off and you're like, oh, it's time! <laughs> and yeah. then the demon just, like, murks him. Yeah. So, like, he's actually the first to leave from the call because his girlfriend blows his candle out when they're trying to, like, actually start their, like, summoning circle. And then the- she... She just, like, basically logs him out for him, and everyone's, like, pissed off at her. And then immediately after that, then you have Gemma making up fake shit. So I feel like it's a combination of those two things that, like, basically fucked everyone yeah. over at that point. Mm-hmm. Well, it's also really smart, because they talk about, like, when they first start the seance, the medium is like, okay, imagine, like, ropes tethering you all together. And then she was like, when you're ready to leave the seance, you you will imagine yourselves cutting the rope. So, like, even after the medium gets disconnected from the call and everyone starts getting freaked out by stuff happening around them, they're like, okay, we can leave the seance, let's just say goodbye and we can tether the rope, or we can cut the rope, and so they do that, but the thing is, Teddy's not there. Yeah. So, like, I wonder why, I wonder if that's why it didn't work, because, like... Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Yeah. you have to have everyone, um... There is one scare that I'm not really sure is a scare, because it's so quick, it's when the, the medium first drops out of the call like there's a bit when they're talking to the fake spirit Gemma made up and you see in the background of her zoom video you see like a chair or something fall over and then the feed immediately comes yeah. out and it's just like a sudden and so vague visual like you know something happened in the background but you have no idea what it was yeah that gets me every time yeah. and like I guess she's okay because they talked to her on the phone later mm-hmm. but like what if it was like I feel like she's also really chill, like, even when, like, they reveal, like, hey, a demon might be fucking around with us, she's like, oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bye. I wonder what, you never find out what happened to her, and I wonder, I'm like, did she, did she bite it, too, or did she live? Yeah. Um, um, there were parts when, like, she, she, like, left to go do something, I think she, like, went to go get takeout or something. Yeah. From her, like, from her front door or whatever, but there's just, like, this really dark hallway behind her, and it looked like yeah. someone was, like, standing in the hallway. That's creepy. She, she just has a creepy house. I yeah. know my mom told me about, like, there was an interview about what it was like to make this movie during quarantine, and apparently the director would have the cast take them around the house through a Zoom call, and they'd find the creepiest place in their house, and, like, that mm-hmm. was where they would film. And they just, yes. like, brainstorm ideas of, like, stuff they could do. Like, I know Teddy must have brought, like, all the props he had in his house. Yeah. And they try to figure out creepy things they could do with Oh, the yeah, props. when he comes back into the Zoom call and it's just that fucking puppet that yeah. he brought in. And it's, like, walking across the screen and you're like, oh, my God, this fucking puppet. And then it's him just, like, fucking with everyone. And yeah. It's, like, <laughs> it's like, we just went through a huge traumatic, like... Every, everyone's basically possessed and, like, freaking out, and he just, like, pops back, and he's like, hey, look at this fucking weird puppet. <laughs> yeah. I will say, there was one character who, like, she probably had the juiciest drama, but, like, it's ended, like, immediately. I did, like, there was one bit where she's, she moved in with her boyfriend too soon because of quarantine, and they're not getting along, and, like, the, the biggest scare she has is, like, 
they're talking to her on the computer, like, what? And she's like, what? And then her boyfriend just, like, falls from the ceiling. Yeah! yeah. Um, and then there is one thing before all that happens where she, like, takes them into the bathroom with her because she's too scared and she won't. I just think that's cute. That is really I think cute. It's fun. Yeah, there's a lot of funny moments in this, honestly. Like, um, this is kind of darkly funny, but when the girl who's always using the filters, like, she has a filter over her face. And then all the scary stuff starts happening again. So she's like hiding under her bed covers crying and she still has that filter on. Yeah. And I just found it so funny. I'm like, she forgot to turn off her filter. And I mean, like, you probably would forget to do it too. I mean, you're too scared to do it. Yeah, but it's just a very funny visual. I do also just, I enjoy it because I do find it very relatable when like something fucks with a person and they just say, fuck off. Like, it's just such a human thing. And when people. Get like pushed around in horror movies, and that like no one says fuck off. I'm like, I don't believe it. Someone would tell a ghost to fuck off. Like I tell right. fucking cabinets I bump into to fuck off. <laughs> um, and Gemma does that a lot. Like that was a good bit when Gemma, once the creepy shit starts happening, she leaves her house to go to another person's house to make sure. Yeah, she goes okay. to Haley's house. She does. Yeah, and I think that was really cool because all of the the Zoom calls started like. Like, everyone was dead except for Haley because she got dragged away, so we don't really know what happened to her, and Gemma yeah. left the house. But everyone else is dead. And, like, the Zoom calls start going out one by one by one, and it's it's just so effective. Like, it's so really good. good. Oh, there's one bit when Gemma does get to Haley's house, and she, like, looks around, and she's like, Haley, and there's a bottle that just zooms through the air and hits her in the back of the head that is almost darkly funny, but mm-hmm. it's just so sudden that you're like, yeah. yeah. Also, like, her refrigerator opens and, like, starts, like, all, all the stuff in her fridge starts falling out and it's, like, really well done. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> It's a really good mix of, like, really big, powerful things like setting Teddy ablaze and really yeah. small things like, like Kyla said with the feet. That's just really effective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of, in a way, it reminds me of The Blair Witch Project, which is one of my favorite horror movies mm-hmm. because it leaves so much to the imagination. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, it's just a bunch of people running around the woods, but, like, the way it's directed and edited makes it scary. Like, you don't see anything, and that's what makes it scary, because it leaves a lot of the imagination. Which, like, hosts, they do show you, like, they show glimpses of, like, a scary demon face or whatever, but, like, I think that a lot of it still depends on your imagination and mm-hmm. you being like, oh my gosh, where is it? Like, what's there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really like that. Yeah. I would say this is probably the closest modern, like, horror movie I've seen that re- I'm gonna rephrase that. This is the closest movie I've seen that reminds me of the Blair Witch Project. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I- the fucking Blair Witch Project sequel didn't remind me of the Blair yeah. Witch. No, not at all. I, I still haven't seen the, like, the original Blair Witch Project, but I remember going to see the Blair Witch when it came out and it was bad. It was I so actually bad. really enjoy- you know what I miss? I miss seeing a bad movie in a crowded theater where everyone else oh is having gosh. just as bad a time as I am. <laughs> yeah. It's almost more about us at that point than it is about the movie. Yeah. Because, like, there was one time, I think Kyla, it was during the Blair Witch, you leaned over to me and you were like, I'm so fucking sick of jump scares. And then immediately a jump scare happened and then yeah. the whole audience went, "Ah, Yeah! <laughs> also that part in the- in the- in the Blair Witch, where, like, she, like, basically just, like, pulls a whole fishbone out of her leg. Do you oh, remember that? Yeah. That was dumb. <laughs> that was dumb. Like, that was the other thing. They didn't get complicated about the lore. They're like, a kid hanged himself, except he didn't, and now a demon's gonna pretend to use that to fuck with you, and, like, that's it. And yeah. I'm like, that's all you need. If yeah. the point is to, like, create suspense and get rid of these characters. And it's just really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if Zoom, they had to get the copyright from Zoom. <laughs> 
Probably. They may I mean, have. they're using they're using their interface, so yeah. like probably. Yeah. But they do like they do really clever things with it. Mm-hmm. Even like the credits of this movie it looks like so like it just shows it's participants. A list. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the contacts list, and you're like, it looks like it's just scrolling through it. Mm-hmm. So good. Yeah. I will say the ending, although like it does resolve the narrative, I do kind of wish. Well. I mean, it, it is essentially the same as the Blair Witch Project in terms of, like, and jump scare, we got him! And yeah. that's it. Because um, yeah. you do see, they look like almost two different demons. Because I think you see demons twice. One in Teddy's, and then one at the very end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they look kind of different, but again, it's so fast that I don't care. I think as as the film progresses, it's supposed to be, like, the entity getting stronger and mm-hmm. becoming more physical, so... Also, I will say, if you show a, a demon, like the way we imagine demons for too long in a movie, it gets a little silly or fantasy-esque. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I do find the demon in Insidious. <laughs> oh! Is that well, Insidious? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do find the demon in Insidious kind of funny. It, yeah. He's just Darth Maul. Yeah, well, because yeah. he looks like Darth Maul. <laughs> exactly. And, like, I'm I'm trying to think of demons right now that, like, are, like, th- they're a demon that isn't, like, treated with kind of a sense of fantasy or cartoonishness. Because, like, Hellboy's... W- what I think of when I mean, like, this demon archetype, you know? Yeah. And I can't think of another... Like, red skin and horns and... Yeah, and I can't think of a movie that has that that I take super seriously, you know? Yeah. Yeah. This movie's probably the closest in terms of, like, it's very quick. You just see, like, creepy eyes, um, not human physique, and then mm-hmm. boom, it's over. You know Yeah. Yeah, it almost looks like just a decaying corpse. Yeah. yeah. There, I mean, at the very end, when the call cuts out, it, like... It, like, lunges at the camera, and it's, like, basically, like, its face is, like, all fucked up. It's got, like, its nose is missing, and, like, around its mouth is, like, like the skin is tearing off, and it's really cool looking. Yeah. There was one moment that was kind of cute. At all. It all it was almost like a wink-wink-nudge-nudge moment, but at the same time, it wasn't. When Gemma finds Haley and she's not dead yet, and they don't hug, they just do that elbow high five thing that we do nowadays. Yeah, yeah. And it's almost like, wow, quarantine. Quarantine's the real demon, am I right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they can't even hug. It's so upsetting. <laughs> like y'all, you, four of your friends are dead, and you're not gonna hug. Yeah. Right. Respect. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, it's nice for those of us who aren't into physical contact. Quarantine's been really nice. <laughs> Like, I don't even like people standing close to me. So whenever I'm in public and it's like, they have stickers on the floor that's like six feet apart. I'm like, oh, heck yeah. Yeah. It is funny because like, normally when people stood too close to me, I'd look at them and they'd like, look back like, what are you going to do about it? Calm down. And now when I look at them, they like, step back. Like, yeah, I forgot. Having, having those stickers has been like, so helpful because it's like, people are actually giving you like, personal space. I know. (laughs) And it's so, it's so great. Just, like, being able to stand there and not have someone breathing down your neck as you're trying to get, like, your cash out to pay for your shit. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. It's so nice. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But, yeah. I think that's maybe why I don't... The older I get, the less I fear things like demons and witchcraft and seances, because, mm-hmm. like, real life gets worse. <laughs> real life is worse and... than all of this. I just want to, well, the, I also have, like, a theory on, like, Ouija boards and demons. It's like, I don't have anything interesting to tell them, and I'm not really interested in anything they have to tell me. Yeah. Like, yeah. Are they going to give me the lotto numbers? No. They're dead. Why the fuck would they care about the lotto numbers? <laughs> like, don't you want to hear what JC says? And I'm like, nah. 
acting was pretty self-explanatory. Yes. Don't be a dick. And they're like, yeah. that's what he said! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that's, I think that makes a lot of sense. I think, you and you mentioned this once, um, but, like, it depends on the energy you give to it. Mm-hmm. Like, if you are afraid of the demons and if you think that they're going to come after you, then they probably will. Yeah. But if you're more confident and, like, I'm not going to give you the time of day, I'm not going to be afraid of this, like, you know, just leave me alone. Mm-hmm. Or if you decide not to mess with it, because that's the other thing. Like, some yeah. people like to push too far and mess with it, and it's like, that's uh, probably not good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it it really all depends on the energy you give it, and that's probably why none of the demons and stuff show up when Shane Day shows up in BuzzFeed and stuff. I was yeah. about to say, like, I wish I could be that confident, because I know I talk a big game, and, like, I don't know if I really believe in that stuff. At the same time, am I gonna, like, freak out when a light switch starts going off in the middle of a haunted house? Yes. Maybe. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I will. I'm scared. Yeah. Or, like, am I gonna do, like, a seance on Goatman Bridge? Yes, because I still find the concept of a Goatman to be deeply funny. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Goatman! That's the other thing, too. Like, the more research you do on demons, it's kind of funny. Like, can I give a hereditary spoiler? Yes. Yeah. So, Payman isn't, like, that bad a guy. He just shows up and, like, gives you money and leaves. Yeah. So, do we have any more thoughts about hosts? Ooh, the silence in this movie was so effective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm. The, yeah, yeah, I have strong feelings about like I love it when horror movies don't use a score, which isn't mm-hmm. to say that like scores are bad because I like I think that score can add a lot. Like yeah. you know, the thing for example has an amazing score that like mm-hmm. adds to that film. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think in this case, it would have hurt the film to try to add yeah. a score to like signal like ooh now you're supposed to be scared because we're playing violin sounds mm-hmm. it's like no it's sometimes silence is just a lot more scary yeah. because it's like it builds the tension also it fits better with the format to not have a soundtrack mainly just because it is supposed to be found footage basically mm-hmm. yeah music is also comforting because it kind of reminds you that this is a movie yeah yeah Somewhere out there, Alfred Hitchcock's waving his arms around, telling him to go faster. <laughs> yes. He's dying quicker than this. Faster! Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. I don't the have a lot. Was good. The yeah, the acting was, was great. They made great use of their gimmick. They also did a really good job cutting between like the full screen where you see everybody's box and individuals so that it mm-hmm. never got overwhelming. Because that's the problem when I am on Zoom calls. Like I always get overwhelmed by how many faces I see and how mm-hmm. many little screens. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think like in general I just really admire like, hey, you know, you, you made something during quarantine. Like that's really cool. And I mm-hmm. it makes me happy that people are still creating like even yeah. though there's terrible stuff going on outside, like people are never going to stop creating something. Yeah. So I I really like that. Mm-hmm. I agree. Like I, I think it was so well done. Like it didn't just it felt less gimmicky than most found footage movies. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, there's one movie, um, it's like a Paranormal Activity, like, 56 or something, where they, like, mount a camera on a fan, and it's just, like, going back and forth. And it's, like, kind of interesting visually, but it's uh, such a gimmick. Yeah. yeah, I just, I don't know why you would mount a camera on a fan. I don't know anyone who's ever done that before, but... That's like in this movie, if they were like, okay, what you need to do is uh, tie your camera to a string from the ceiling and yeah. turn on your fan. Yeah, it's like... Uh, uh, 
Okay, the next horror movie is gonna be through TikTok. Look for my bio. No, don't. Please don't find me on TikTok ever. It's just me duetting my dead body and like freaking out about it. <laughs> what is that? What are those? Hey, those are what? my corpse. That's my corpse. Uh, I guess that's it for now. Thank you for listening. We'll keep checking our Twitter for updates. We're on Twitter at Netflix underscore in, is in the letter in underscore kill. And uh, yeah, until then, I. I would say I definitely recommend this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, even if you don't have a Shutter account, you can just get a free trial and, like, watch what you want to watch and then, you know, cancel your subscription or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, very good. Highly yeah. recommend. Yeah, mm-hmm. Shutter's a great service, and we kind of live by it. <laughs> I kind of love they, they also have a series that reminds me of this a little bit where they go through famous horror movies that the sets were quote unquote haunted. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they interview like the casting crew to see like if it was really haunted or if it was just kind of a trick of the light. And mm-hmm. like apparently The Exorcist, whether or not it was haunted, was just a fucking awful set. Yeah. And like Linda Blair just talks about it like, what? It's fine. Um, <laughs> fucking can't. She got like death threats because people thought she was a demon. She's like, well, yeah, I'm not. So who cares? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I aspire to have your energy. So anyway, yeah, watch Shudder. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you again for listening. Um, I wish you all well. Maybe don't do any seances over Zoom and just stick to Jackbox games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that being said, may your nightmares be plentiful. Cue the piano.